0: In a period of moderate inflation, certainly dividend equities are a great place to be. What everyone's got their eyes on right now is do we get a period of runaway inflation? And that's really the question we're looking at right now. Welcome to ETF Market Insights, a podcast where some of Canada's leading investment experts guide you through the world of exchange-traded funds. Brought to you by BMO Global Asset Management.
1: Welcome back to the ETF Market Insights Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Danielle Nezzle with BMO Exchange Traded Funds. Just this week here in January, we had a report published by BMO ETFs. It's the 2022 ETF Outlook Report. We're really excited. We have Mark Reyes, who is the Head of Product and a Managing Director at BMO ETFs to talk us through this report today. Thanks, Mark, for joining us.
0: Great. Happy to be on, Danielle.
1: Thanks. So, Mark, so much to sort through in this report. There's so many great um, elements and angles to it, but I really wanted to get the conversation started by just looking back at 2021 and the record flows that went into ETFs. Again, a record-breaking year. 2020 was a record-breaking year, and now $53 in inflows into ETFs in Canada last year, 2021. What was driving this interest and growth in ETFs?
0: Sure. Thanks, Danielle. And as you say, another great year, another record-breaking year for ETFs. That's globally, that's here in Canada. You mentioned the $53 billion net new flows. That's an all-time record uh, looking at an annual period. So the industry really taking off, uh, really continuing on its growth trajectory. You know, if you think about why, more and more, it's that different users are getting comfortable with ETFs, whether that's, you know, using them for the first time, adding to them in their portfolios, you know, and that goes straight through from self-directed or individual do-it-yourself investors all the way through to the largest institutions, lots of user base for, for ETFs. And, you know, we think about markets. So it was an, it was a strong year for markets. I think a lot of people had, you know, fear of missing out. And one of the easiest and best ways to get into markets, to get immediate exposure, uh, diversified across whatever you're investing in, is, is through an ETF. So more and more Canadians and and, of course, people globally are looking at ETFs as a core piece of their portfolio and just a very easy to use building block.
1: Absolutely couldn't have said it better myself. Very easy building block to use to get access to markets. Now, Mark, one of the big trends we saw uh, coming out of 2021 was ESG, and this is environmental, social, and government uh, getting access to this theme or to this within an ETF. Can you tell us a little bit about how this played out in 2021?
0: Sure. And responsible investing, or ESG ETFs, was certainly one of the, the major themes last year. Uh, amongst a few other things, such as, you know, balance ETFs and and equity growth and thematics, some other things that perhaps we'll get to a little bit later on. Uh, But ESG or Responsible ETFs is certainly at the forefront of what's going on in the ETF markets. I think that comes from a few different directions. I mean, of course, here in Canada, uh, we're very aware of what's been going on in in the environment of, of late atmospheric rivers was uh, certainly a new term to me this year that I had to learn and research about what's been going on in BC. But that's just one example of how we're being impacted by climate change. And that's, of course, just within the E of ESG. You know, you think broader, you think about the the social side, the governance side, you know, there's very, very uh, important topical issues that are front and centre for, for a lot of people. So there's a real groundswell uh, I would say, from individual investors straight through to again to institutional investors to be thinking about things uh, through an ESG lens and now that lines up with what's been going on in the ETF marketplace where there's been a number of providers, there's been a number of products come to market uh, to really start to to satisfy that need. you know if I look back, the etF happy to say with the most success in this space would be the BMO MSCI USA ESG Leaders ETF, and that's ticker ESGY. That's brought in over one and a half billion in, in assets. That just shows you the demand that's out there to invest with an ESG lens from an investor's perspective. The ability to align your investments, you know, with your values. That's a very powerful tool. And you, and you want to bring that to your portfolio. And at the same time, there's been a ton of education around ESG. You know, the old risk that was out there that would get people worried about it and stepping away was that you were sacrificing returns. Well, in the ETF that I just mentioned, ESGY, and others like it, you know, they have a market aware approach. So in fact, they are sampling across industries and sectors to ensure that they are in fact delivering market returns. So that's kind of been taking, taken away. The other big one is reporting. You, know, you see the regulators looking at that, you see providers looking at that, you see investors trying to make sense of it. So the more growth that we get in reporting, I would say uh, the more that that reporting becomes consolidated and that people understand the terms and the ratings, uh, the more comfortable they're gonna be investing this way. And again, it comes back to my earliest comments that ETFs are a great, easy way to access these types of investments. They give you a broad market exposure. They give you a country exposure. They give you, you know, a thematic ESG exposure as well. So there's lots of different ways via ETFs uh, that you can get at this uh, this type of investing, this responsible investing. You know, in Canada, just to give you a sense, the number of ESG ETFs actually doubled year over year uh, from previously around 50 to now over 100. So that should give you a sense of how quickly this marketplace is growing in Canada. Again, led by ESGY, our US ESG leaders ETF.
1: Thanks, Mark. You know, I want to, you make a great a lot of great points there, but I really want to highlight the point about investors looking to add ESG to portfolios. And really starting to understand that this doesn't mean that they have to sacrifice returns to access that ESG ETF or to add that ESG ETF. And we are seeing, especially in the institutional space, a lot of investors swapping out like a basic S&P 500 exposure and getting into something like an ESGY, which does offer that broad market U.S. equity exposure. So thanks for walking us through that. Uh, another big topic you guys hit up in this report is inflation. And I know just in Canada, we just got those uh, 4.8%, the number that was reported for December. Mark, what can you tell us about inflation and how investors are looking more and more to ETFs to hedge their portfolios against inflation?
0: Sure. Thanks, Danielle. And certainly inflation is, is uh, becoming the topic of the day. Uh, we saw some big prints, both both here in Canada and in the U.S. Uh, actually, a little bit higher than us through year end. That's a trend that's expected um, well into 2022. You know, you've got central banks starting to talk about raising rates uh, around fears of inflation, but you know there are some real systematic issues when you think about supply and demand and how supply has been disrupted by COVID, by by people not being able to go to work, by warehouses being, you know. Empty shelves for grocery stores now having empty shelves, so that it's something we're all going to have to deal with uh, and you have to think about it in terms of your portfolio and for for a lot of us as as investors, we actually haven't had to deal with really rising inflation in the in the period of time that we've been investors. you know we have to go back quite a bit to really see that that high inflationary period, and of course, you could go all the way back to the late seventies early eighties to talk about really runaway inflation. But again, for, for today's investors, it's probably not something that they've dealt with a lot. So it's it's very topical right now. It's It's very important for portfolios. And it impacts your portfolio in a number of ways, right? So growth stocks that are dependent on future cash flows, of course, are impacted by inflation. But so is fixed income, because of course, coupons are at fixed rates over the life of a bond. So the more that inflation kicks up, the more the purchasing power of, of those future payments gets eroded. So two big areas where inflation really comes to play in your portfolio. So what's one of the huge benefits of ETFs? It's portfolio repositioning, right? It's efficient trading, it's low cost to hold, and it's getting those instant market exposures. So there's a number of different avenues that people have turned to, uh, whether it's real assets or things based on real assets, whether it's inflation-related bonds, TIPS bonds that way different ways that you can think about challenging inflation within your portfolio. One that's been really topical for us of late has been ZTIP, our U.S. inflation-protected short bond ETF. And I think that's been a very powerful tool for investors around fixed income. But over on the equity side, now you're thinking about factor rotation. You're maybe thinking about bringing dividend, like our Canadian dividend ZDV, or quality, like our U.S. quality ZUQ into your portfolio to bring up more dependable upfront cash flows, because of course one of the best ways to deal with inflation is to increase your equity weight. But within your equity weight, additionally to buy more mature companies with upfront cash flows that can better adjust to inflation, you know, with perhaps some fixed costs, but can maybe play on the revenue side of things uh, to really be upfront. So. In a period of moderate inflation, certainly uh, dividend equities are, are a great place to be. What everyone's got their eyes on right now is do we get a period of runaway inflation? And that's, that's really the question we're looking at right now.
1: Some Really good ideas there, Mark. So on the fixed income side of the portfolio, look to things like TIPS bonds, which are Treasury Inflation Protected Securities using ETFs like ZTIP And on the equity side, thinking about that factor rotation dividend ETFs or quality ETFs. Uh, Thanks for walking us through that. So lastly, Mark, I want to touch on the part of the report where we talk about sectors. So we saw uh, a big sector rotation. I think a lot of this came from that value growth rotation in the market uh, near the end of 2021. And now we're seeing sectors like banks and energy really, really take off and maybe steal some thunder from those those growth stocks, those information technology stocks that had been so strong in 2020.
0: Yeah, it's been that's been a big part of the marketplace story, Danielle, uh, for sure. A couple of things that that you're leading into there. One is a thought of factor rotation, and that that's another great area to utilize ETFs because whatever is in that portfolio is factored solely, uh, focused solely on that factor. Uh, as opposed to you know, let's say sectors or countries or other other ways that portfolios can be built, so you know there's a debate right now, how far are we along in the in the cycle in the market cycle? You know certainly we've come through the early stages of the growth or expansion phase. How far along that, I think, is open to debate. But you are seeing people start to think about a rotation from the small caps uh, from the more growth oriented into those mature companies that I, that I alluded to around the inflation topic. Uh, so you're definitely seeing a rotation towards quality, uh, something like our ZGQ, our, our BMO MSCI, all country world high quality index ETF. That's, that's a great way to get an all-in-one exposure to quality. That's certainly topical right now. But then you mentioned sectors as well, right? and as we we get into this period of rising rates inflation uh more of a maturing of the cycle you're you're really into some of that cyclical space and and banks are so front and center with that right now so our ZEB our equal weight Canadian banks ETF is certainly something that a lot of investors have been looking at uh really powerful returns over 2021 but even going back so when the vaccines first started getting announced back in late 2020, uh, banks have been on a phenomenal run. And, you know, banks really benefit as the, as the curve steepens uh, due to just the, the structure of their underlying business. And so we think there's, there's still a ways to go uh, with that trade. So, again, ZED is something very front and center for us right now. The bigger surprise has been on the energy side. So our equal weight in oil and gas, ticker ZEO, has had a, a, an even stronger year in 2021. And that's been maybe a bit more of a surprise, right? So, of course, we've had demand rising as, as the economy has gotten back to work. But I think a lot of it on the other side is dealing with supply issues, right? So, you know, the more that we've, we've got concerns around COVID and, and supply uh the more that creates an imbalance and so we've seen a really really big surge in energy in 2021 and we don't necessarily see an end to that at least at least in the near term as we see demand starting to pick up even further you know a big a big question as we look ahead and we deal with covid variants is do we get back into global travel uh into higher economic activity and and if so is demand going to stay in front of supply and if so that's a that's a great uh, thesis for investing in energy in something like ZEO. So some really good sector stories out there for sure from 2021 which will hopefully continue into the new year.
1: Thanks Mark and just maybe I'll mention again that ETFs just such a great way to access a, a sector play if you're thinking about tilting your portfolio to be exposed to a certain sector because you're really minimizing that single stock risk by having to pick a single stock name in the sector and then maximizing your exposure to the entire sector. So some great ideas there. This report is published on our website. Mark, we didn't have time to get into every single topic, but thanks so much uh, for meeting with us today and diving into uh, a, a bit of this report.
0: Great. Thanks for having me on, Danielle.
1: And if you'd like to read the entire report, it is on BMOETF.com under the news section. I highly suggest you check it out. And for everything else ETF-related, you can check out ETFmarketinsights.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.
0: ETF Market Insights has been brought to you by BMO Global Asset
1: Management.